And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on Blaze Podcast Network. It's the uh, it's the first 40 Acres and a Fool of 2020, even though it's almost February. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Cam Edwards alongside the lovely and talented Miss E. Hello. Hello. I did uh, put a thing out there on our Facebook page about how uh, we were on vacation over the holidays and then the dude who posts our podcast was on vacation for the Mm -hmm. first week of January and then you just got got really crazy busy. Super busy. Yeah. With all of the uh, Second Amendment and gun control stuff in Virginia and then uh, SHOT Show and I was away for almost a week and... I just got back, and then... Well, that one rolled to another with that one, because you had to be at Lobby Day, which, you know, by the way, everyone else's vocabulary about that is really annoying me, because everyone else is calling it a pro-gun day in Virginia, but it was actually just Lobby Day. It's the same thing that happens every year in Virginia. It just happened to be a bunch of pro-gun people were there, because the governor is trying to take away a bunch of gun rights. Exactly. So it just happened to be that, but, um, but it, yeah, the vocabulary is ridiculous on either side. But yes, you've been just crazy busy trying to get coverage of all that. You haven't been home a lot, right. and so people are like, "Where's the podcast?" I'm like, "Soon, soon. soon He's busy." Soon. He's well, then, so and our busy. our oldest daughter came home to visit for a few days. Yes, uh, and so yeah, like life has just gotten. In the way, yeah. Um, but we are clearing out space, <laughs> literally, uh, literally, so Physic- that we can do the yeah. podcast because we miss doing it, and, and hope that you all have been well and you had a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year, uh, and that your twenty twenty is going well so far. And you haven't messed up too many times when you're trying to write the year. I, you know what, that that hasn't happened once for me. I think it's only happened once for me, but yeah. I, I, I also was I've been writing like you know nineteen ninety one some years, so you know. <laughs> It's all good. Is 2020 like banana? Do you just keep going with the twos and the zeros? Like 2020, 2020, 2020? Because <laughs> sometimes I do have a habit of going banana, nana, nana, nana. Well, I never actually, I've never been a a, a one date year, one date month, two, no. Like, okay, so if, if today is January the 27th, mm-hmm. 2020, mm-hmm. I would never write it as one, two, seven, two, zero. I always write my dates as 01272020 or one right. you know 2019. So I'm just having problems with the last two digits. <laughs> so it's all good. It is all good. So yes, yeah, so we have a lot to uh, to talk about in terms of uh, what's going on in Virginia with the Second Amendment stuff and and what happens next. But uh, also, if you've been following on uh, Corny Goat Farm on Instagram or at Cam Edwards on Twitter. Uh, you know that we have just begun a probably the biggest uh, home renovation project uh, of our seven years at the farm. Yeah, I um, thought replacing the 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 bathroom the floor. bathroom floor was <laughs> like oh oh dear we have to replace the bathroom floor. Okay, it was like you know it's a pretty small bathroom. Than, yeah, it's very the, <laughs> it's the pretty floor small kitchen, was like three it's by a, four it's a really feet. small bathroom, and yeah. uh, and so yes, we are having to replace our kitchen floor. 
And so it's it was it was four layers today. It was like tile on top of subfloor on top of subfloor on top of tongue and groove. And so it's all those layers of nails. I asked the dudes, I'm like, did you guys save all the nails? Because he joked about how he should have saved them all. And he probably could have made $100 just on the scrap metal alone. Yeah, so we got to back up for a second. Um, so the reason why we're doing this is because uh, where the dog's water dish was, there, one of the tiles started to peel up. And well, so- it, had, it had cracked because in addition to this, where the water dish was, mm-hmm. this is where the house Bends, <laughs> kind of, yeah. It just settles. It weird. just no. It's because of the 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 additions. It just this is not a level plane, and so we have our 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 tiles were like fifteen inch squares mm-hmm. that they tried to extend over a not level plane, and after it, uh, good glue, by mm-hmm. the way, it took a lot to get it up. But even after good glue, after a while, it just cr- rather than buckle, it actually cracked over years and this is where the dog's water dish was so we thought water damage had gotten underneath it but that wasn't it at all no so uh so the the first plan was okay we're gonna just you know patch that little bit of subfloor maybe it's not gonna be that bad and then we thought well you know let's just see what happens let's prepare to have our entire floor replaced uh and so they start working on it and uh, and that sure enough uh, what it's happened because there's some termite damage, some old termite damage. Old termite damage. Like it's between four <coughs> layers. Like it's not the very first layer. It's more like between the second and third layers underneath. And it's gotten some of the joists, but also just old and damp has gotten to some of the joists. Yeah. Because so, they're on the exterior of the house. So. So, so I'm surprised at how old this addition is because I was under the impression that this part of the house, this little kitchen, and we've got like a little 70s. pantry. Yeah. No, I think it's way earlier. Way earlier, way earlier because one of the things that they did uncover besides the tongue and groove. Uh, flooring was this old patch of wallpaper. Oh yeah, I posted that on Instagram, which and it's like very looks pre nineteen fifties, yeah, or maybe fifties at the latest, but yeah. it's certainly not sixties, no, or or anything past that. I don't think so. Um, so this this little addition onto the house is still the newest part of the house, but it's older than I expected. But like we said, it could have not been the kitchen at the time because they could have right. built the pantry in between the space and created the box in between my office and the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And that could have just been like one big room. Because mm-hmm. at one point in history, um, Mr. and Mrs. Word, the last of seven generations that owned this, shared ownership of the house with Mr. Word's aunt. And that's why we have two doors. And two that's front why doors, right? Because the house doors. is basically split in two. And the area in the dining room where that old stove plug was—that mm-hmm. was probably where the kitchen used to be. Right. And there, so there were different entrances, and they had mm-hmm. put in. Our pantry used to be a bathroom. Yeah, like, I know. It's weird stuff. It's crazy how much <laughs> has changed over the floor plan over the. Yeah, the, I mean, our, our kitchen now might have been a mudroom, you know. Yeah, who uh, knows what it was at the time. Right. Or it could have just been, you know, part of that whole addition. It could have been someone's living room, dining room combination. Yeah, who we knows? don't know. But, uh, but, but what it is right now is a, a big, a big gaping hole. maw, uh, right? So, um, so, so yeah, so that's been worked on. and Send uh, thoughts and prayers. Right. And, uh, and you know, so I actually, I had a thought. <laughs> yeah. You know how... Sometimes when a, a building is being built and they're like, hey, buy a brick and you can get your, your name on a brick. 
So we're going to have this uh, fake wood tile put down. And if you would like to be commemorated we can write your name uh, in on our the house, back, I we guess. can totally write your name uh, in Sharpie. Actually, on the tile itself, you just have to send, you know, check or money order. I no, think a minimum of 100 back of the tile. I'm not having people's names all over my kitchen floor. Okay. No, you know, For $100. We're not yeah. doing that. Oh, I, yeah. Why not? We're not doing that. <laughs> you know, you need to either back up or we just need to move on. But we're not auctioning <laughs> off my kitchen floor. We'll, we'll move on. We're, uh, we're moving on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep working. No, you're not this. working on me for anything. <laughs> I'm not looking at people. It's a pretty tile. It looks like what about what about a, what about a, a fake uh, brick walkway? Sort of like the, if you took an old gray gray barn wood and sort of did that whole whitewash on it. That's what the floor is going to look like. Because I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to keep talking about the floor until he shuts up about sponsors about the floor and changes. Okay, no, we're not going to do sponsors with the floor because you're right. It is going to be very pretty, and, and having the names on it might be a little distracting. Unless you could like get them stamped in so that they were already embossed, but we already have the tile, so you can't do that. But if we had like a a, a concrete walkway from the driveway to the door where it gets all muddy, and there was you know stamped concrete to look like brick, that's not on this project. No, plan. I know. <laughs> but but for that we could get sponsors and we could sell space. Just saying. That's all Next saying. subject. <clears throat> meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, so yeah, so the other we're living um, in other rooms of our house. We do not have kitchen. We don't have water in the kitchen, but we do have uh, the fridge or two fridges, a freezer, <laughs> the microwave running in the what was the dining room. All of the other stuff is in the living room, and apparently that you know that the the dining room, which is part of that same built on part of the house. Uh, apparently that floor is doing okay, knock on wood, because yeah. uh, nothing has fallen through yet, and we've put a lot of <laughs> yeah, we've put a lot of weight in there. I'm pretty sure if it's gonna go, it's gonna go anytime this week. So <laughs> we'll just hold our breaths. Well, insurance might cover that. At hope some point, for a right? home or home improvement loan at that point. <laughs> yeah, and sponsorships. Uh, anyway, so the other thing we can talk about is. Um, Something that we uh, had saved up for, and you've been wanting for years and years and years. Yeah. The day that I got back from Shot Show, uh, Missy was at the tattoo parlor in Charlottesville. Been around tattoo. Been around tattoo on Main Street. Getting what I think, and I'm not. I mean, I'll be upfront and honest. I'm he, not a huge fan of tattoos. He was so adamant the first time I got one, girls. I thought he was going to leave me. It was just a little one, and it was puny. And uh, <laughs> and then probably about um, a month ago, it was actually before Christmas. Well, yeah, because I got the the appointment. Yeah, we were talking, and I said, you know, you've been talking about this for years. There's a particular design that I'll let Elaine tell you about. Um, but you've been wanting this for years. You're healthy right now. You're not yeah. on any medicine. Yeah. If you want to do it, here's the perfect time to do it. Yeah, this is the window. And let's just go ahead. And so, you know, you, you took the money that you, your dad sent you for Christmas. Uh, and the money I made on my Etsy store. And- <laughs> I donated the money that your dad gave me for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> and some extra holiday pay that yep. uh, I had done for working over the holidays. And we bought this tattoo, which is an incredible... Full arm tattoo of a tomato plant, and the inspiration was from a couple of uh, old botanical prints of tomato plants. And what was really cool about this is that it's a one of a kind tattoo because the whole thing was drawn on me. And right now, it's just the lines, and I look like a coloring book, but it is the most awesome. (laughs) 
lines I've ever seen. I just, I, I was watching, I wasn't actually watching the tattoo process. I had my eyes closed and I was just being zen and just like, we're chitter chattering and, and some places were like, what? than others and, but whatever it was, it starts on the back of my hand with the root system mm-hmm. and the whole plant goes up my forearm with leaves and tomatoes and tomatoes and of, of varying sizes and flowers and it ends all the way up at the top of my shoulder so it is a it is technically I mean, it's a, technically a full sleeve a full sleeve of a tomato plant and I'm from New Jersey I love tomatoes and this was just one of those Gosh darn it! You know I'm getting this done. Yep, and, before I and can't get it done. Exactly, and and that's why ultimately, as much as I don't like tattoos, I was like, I can't let my attitude towards this stand in the way of Missy getting to do something. Yeah, because it was actually you really, your really idea want. that I started on the back of my hand. By well, the way. when because everybody else was like, "That's really hardcore." I'm like, well, "That was Dad's idea." Well, <laughs> but it made sense but because because my hands are the root of me. Exactly. So so it, it couldn't start at your wrist. And no. once so so yes, once I decided, you know, I'm not going to be the the killjoy here, and I really do want you to. You don't have a long bucket list, but this was this was yeah. This on has been on it. for years. So I didn't want to stand in the way of that. Yeah, and, it's uh, not like I want to go to Paris. I don't like to travel. I'm thinking right. overall, this is going to be low. You never wanted a big diamond ring. You no, never, I love you the, know. the band that I have. We we got married with this one, and it was like, you know, plain old mm-hmm. gold engagement ring band that turned into my wedding band. Yep. No, I don't need a replacement. I think if I get a new one, we we have to get married all over again. I think <laughs> it's like it's null and void if it comes off. I'm not too well, sure. Two years, we get to renew our vows. Oh, that's like two, no, two, 2023. Right? No, 2020. For our 25th anniversary? Yeah, 2022. Well, this is going to be 23 this year. Right. So we have like three more. And then, okay, and, yeah, two and so. a half years. Maybe. We could if we wanted to. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we just get each other a silver spoon. and. Yes. Uh, but what was funny is, so uh, Missy is, is settling in at the tattoo parlor right about the same time that I'm landing after a red-eye flight from Las Vegas with a layover in Cincinnati coming back from SHOT Show. Uh, and the uh, leg from Vegas to Cincinnati, I was in the middle seat. Uh, it was an entire, you know, just a packed plane. Always fun. I'm freaked out thinking about the coronavirus yeah. and how many people are infected every time somebody coughs on the plane. I'm, yeah. you know, ah! silently, you know, oh my God. I'm, I'm, uh, and so I, I, I'm tired, I'm a little cranky, and I've got like a three hour drive home. Uh, and I'm checking in with Missy, e, and she's, you know, oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. And, and, and I really, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> and I was, I was a little, uh, got home, took a nap. And, uh, and then when she pulled in, I picked up a uh, youngest daughter and cause you didn't get home to probably like six I didn't night, leave. Right? Uh, I my appointment. I got up there about eight thirty because I was afraid of traffic. My appointment was from nine, and that's when about when we started. It was from until four thirty. Yeah, it was two hours, about two hours of drawing, and then I sat under the tattoo gun for that long. <laughs> so I got lots of snaps for that. So what was cool though is as soon as I saw the tattoo. 
I was just as jazzed yeah, as, yeah. as Missy. And really, as soon as I saw Missy's face, I was jazzed. Because yeah, because I've been, I haven't been grinning like an idiot. I can't stop staring at how cool my arm looks. <laughs> <laughs> so. It is really cool. And I'm glad that you have it. And uh, we'll figure out. When you can go back, so this is the this is the problem. So right now, it does look cool as it is, but yeah, it is but suppo- it look like a colored. But it is book. supposed to be colored. Yeah, this is um, I like. I'm I'm a fill in the blanks right now. Right, it's supposed to be a full color tattoo because who gets a black and white tomato plant? Like right. I've never seen a black exactly. and white tomato. So there's a. We're hoping that there's going to be a window. Yeah. Between when the tattoo is healed enough that. Missy so can get it colored. Right, because usually if you have a big one, you, they tell you to wait um, at least a month between. But since this was just lines, he said at least two weeks. Well, two weeks is when I meet my oncologist, and then i got to figure out when we're going to start chemo again and whether or not I can do that while I'm doing chemo right. or whether we can push chemo back another week or two and get this finished or at least get the color started but whatever yeah i'm excited yeah so i am too uh and uh so yes we've talked about the money pit yeah and 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 we've talked about your tattoo uh, oh yeah, it, we were gonna talk about buying seeds, but we haven't because the money pit. So we haven't done anything on the garden front. So don't ask. No, no. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we, we've done, it's not that we've done nothing. We've we've looked at catalogs. We've, we've thought about. We, we've thought we've about circled things. some things. <laughs> I've even I've even I've even put some post-it notes on 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 pages. Okay, but we haven't ordered anything no, yet. No. So, um, so we started any seeds? No, but the general idea for our garden this year is we were. I think I think we we're both really happy with the uh, the raised beds that we use for the tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to keep those in place again for tomatoes. The one thing that we're going to do differently is with the paste tomatoes. We want to get. You had talked about getting determinate, and that way they were all ripe at the same time. Right, and you, don't and you have can to just have your canning season, and yeah. then, as opposed to canning throughout the summer. Exactly, because right now I just have bags of frozen tomatoes in the, and I'm just going through them. Yeah, but yeah. It's so, not the same. so that's one difference yep. for, for uh, this coming spring is that we'll be using determinate tomatoes for our paste Pastes. tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, but indeterminates for the slicers and the cherries because you want those to go all season you, Yeah, long. you want to keep having a good fresh slicing tomato. Right. Those heirloom genuines were the ones that we ended up having tomatoes into December with. So okay. I totally want to buy those seeds yeah. again. Yeah, and those were really good. Those were tasty slicers. I mean, they're they, because they're heirloom, they're, you know, everyone's okay. unique and different. Kind and of some crunky of them are sometimes, yeah. But, but they, they taste yummy. But they had a nice, solid brandy wine sort of base. They weren't mm-hmm. too wet on the inside. They made a great slicer. I had them with um, fried egg and cheese and tomato sandwich when I had them all summer. Mm-hmm. So it was. It's a good. It's a good sandwich tomato. It's um, a good salad tomato too, because sometimes they're so crunky right. that they don't make good slices. But you can just wash it and cut it into chunks, and all of a sudden it's a delicious tomato salad. Yeah. Uh, so then, for peppers, this is gonna require something different from us that we've that we've done in the past as well because we learned we learned that in order to germinate, the hotter the pepper, the hotter the soil needs to be, which means yes. you got to get a, a heat, heat pad, right? And which we have means to probably that put it on the inside of the house right, because, because we don't our have greenhouse electric, does not have, have electricity. Cord. Yeah. So we tried to do the propane heat, but that's not enough. They really do need to have a germination mat, a heating mat yeah. to sit on. So 
But that's just going to be for the hottest peppers. And we don't need a whole bunch of really hot pepper plants. No, not super hot. Somewhat hot. I know, but we were like the jalapenos went okay when we've germinated them. And Mm -hmm. um, some of the other like not as crazy hot peppers, but like hot. Right. No, we're not going to go with like the scorpion or, you know, the ghost peppers No, but the ghost and the habaneros, like those are probably, that's what, that was probably what our problem was last year. They were like, why aren't these going? Yeah. Well, we didn't have them on a bed. Right. But yeah. So uh, so so we'll have to yeah we'll have to grow our, our peppers in the house, which Stardom, is least. fine. We we've, yeah. we've done that in years past with yes. both our tomatoes and our peppers actually. So yeah. we can do it. Um, although I don't know where we're gonna put the shelves because now there's a electric piano and a chair in front of the windows. So we'll figure something out. Yeah, you're well. You're the master of moving stuff around the house. Now I am all yeah. I, I, I have been like the Tetris master of trying to reconfigure <laughs> things while we've been trying to like we had to move an oven, a refrigerator, a freezer, and two book or no a bookcase, a six foot tall Billy bookcase, and then two big wire metal. One of them was at least six foot tall. The other yeah. one was four feet tall. And a um, chef's table. Oh, yeah. And the six foot tall, three foot wide, two shelf chefs. Not six feet island. tall. Six That'd foot really long. Tall. Yeah. yeah, it would be kind of long. Tall <laughs> six feet, but six feet long. It's more but, of a yeah. challenge when you can't see the food to cut yeah. it. No, but so all of that had to get moved out of the kitchen in order for us to do all this to the kitchen. So. Yeah. Oh man! But you you made it you made it fit. So. I did. He was so impressed with me this morning because he yeah. said he's gone to some people's houses and they're like totally like half buttedly prepared and that's not what he said. He's like, <laughs> I was really impressed with you this morning. Thank you very much. It was all weekend and I got it done. <laughs> <laughs> I even cooked dinner last night. Thank you very much. So right. I mean, it was dirty rice, but I still cooked it. Yes, it was good actually. Yeah, I like Zataran. Zataran box. Um. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we will get the seeds done. Besides the tomatoes and the peppers, we're thinking a little bit of peas, right? And peas beans. and green beans, um, carrots and beets, and we're gonna do some potatoes. But we learned our lesson about keeping them too close to the greenhouse and mm-hmm. further into the garden to get more sunshine. And we're thinking about doing uh, a pumpkin. And a squash or two. I would love to do the spaghetti squash again because I like to eat those. Yeah. I don't think of many other squashes that we would actually eat on a regular (coughs) basis. We've grown both in the past. Um, They really do overtake wherever you plant, you know, because they're viney. And so they they grow and grow and grow. And the first year we planted, uh, we planted them way too close together. It was just this tangled mess. It overtook our carrot bed. Um, well, the, and the, we, the problem was uh, the carrot seeds are super, too, super duper tiny. If you ever plant carrot seeds, right. it's like don't sneeze around them because you've lost them all. But what happened was is we pa- planted two beds of carrots and we had a, a soaking rain. And this is when we had the raised beds without edges. They were mm-hmm. just like piles of dirt in rectangles. And that was the first iteration of my garden and i i'm learning every single time but (laughs) what happened was we had a horrible rainstorm and they washed all the carrots away anyway so there might have been like maybe two carrots in the bed to begin with but the 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 potato the uh pumpkin and squash plants just sort of like it's like the blob plants that overtook the world but spaghetti squash does that but we bought um not bought uh, yeah we bought seeds for 
regular spaghetti squash and then the self the miniature serves one mm-hmm. size so and both of those are really good i made um a kind of a a lasagna with pepperoni and tomato sauce and mozzarella cheese and layers of spaghetti squash and i put it back in the shell and baked it and that mm-hmm. was a big hit that was a big hit yeah those are really good yeah so uh so yeah so it'll be a fairly simple garden this year um not a lot of of you know extra stuff no. but stuff we need to eat right and, and, and stuff we know that we will eat and then the peppers for hot sauce and then just you know tomatoes cuz right um but we're also planning on two pigs this year i finally talked missy into it yes it's true i i have i have broken down i'm running out of pork and uh, <laughs> but we're not doing American guinea hogs. No, and we're no. not doing the ossabows because they're really small and they're very fatty. And the smaller the hog is, the harder it is to keep it in electronet. So right. so ideally, we're looking for a Berkshire Tamworth mix. But if that's we what, can't get that lucky, yeah, that's what Hambone and um, Dickie. Dickie were. Yeah, and they were a dick. They were big and delicious. And Hambone was eight or nine months old, and he was three hundred pounds of on the hoof yeah when he was so i'm like oh yeah i like that and it was not a lot of fatty meat it was probably some of the best bacon we've had Mm -hmm. and some good chops so yeah but i have a i got i got a name i got a guy (laughs) he's in my phone and his first name last name and then it says pigs under company (laughs) so all i gotta do is do a search on my phone for pigs and i can find him and see if he's got any uh and we can get some um what do they call them boys it's funny how everybody barrows? has, huh? Barrows. Yeah, castrated males are barrows. Yeah, barrows, barrows, and gilts. Well, a gilt is a girl who hasn't right. had a baby versus a sow who has had a baby, and yeah. a boar is a male boar, male who still has his junk. But yeah, it's funny how the terms are. Right. Yeah, we I, just have males and females. You don't get you know <laughs> you don't get a new name because you got that's you got a vasectomy, right? <laughs> Boy, big girl, pig. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so we're gonna have uh, two pigs this year. I'm very excited, and then uh, I believe all of the goats are, are knocked up. That at least uh, the three that we had. Right, they're supposed to be. We yeah, I think right? the three that are supposed to be are. So that's good. Chico did his job. And I, I gotta say, as much as I love uh, Casper the friendly goat. And Shark Boy, and they are, you know, camped out right behind my office. And I go outside multiple times a day and give them scritches and carrots. And I, I think we're going to have to actually find a good home for them. Or eat them. See, I think we're going to have to find a good home for them. Or eat them. You know, we could, <laughs> but they're so small. It would be like goat nuggets. It would be like a turkey, actually. Uh, right. They're so small. Roast. But the other roast thing goat. is... They're super duper friendly. So they would benefit somebody, I think. Like well, Chico, I'll eat Chico. No, Chico's he's a, not. He's, well, but you know I, what I mean. Chico's okay. not friendly. No. Well, it's not that he I doesn't he want taste, to be friendly. He would friendly. taste like goat pee. I know. He would just he would just taste of it. He but I know. I'm not saying he would like to be friendly, but because he pees all over his face, it's hard for us to be I mean, friendly he's not with him. All, I mean, kind of. Yes, he is. He comes mm-hmm. in. When you go in there, he's like smucks. You know, he, yeah, he rubs on you and right. wants you to engage with him. And it, I feel bad for him because he's by himself. But he, you know, he does that to himself. He's just like a jerk when he's around. <laughs> well, we can't 
keep the babies in there with him because he's a jerk with them. He, right. like, smacks them away from food, and he's way bigger than them. Yes. And he smells bad. I know. I, I, I go over and I hang out with Chico every day. Okay, good for you. And I give him carrots, too. I just feed him. I know. No, and I give make him sure, water. I make, sure, I make sure all of the goats get their, their love and affection. But um, we're going to have new baby goats here soon. And I just think that these two are way too cute to eat uh, and would make adorable companion so goats. So, f- free for to somebody. get home. To- Not- <laughs> I'm selling imaginary bricks. Trying to raise money for the farm, and you're like, free to good home? These are valuable good no, objects. they're not. They are. They're neutered males. They're, they're not valuable. They're only good as as good as lawnmowers, and right. then you still have to pay a lot of money to have them. lawnmower and you're yes, never going to find. If you want really cute lawnmowers, friendly. I already tried to sell them to the lady who bought two of our goats from before, one of her friends, mm-hmm. but she never got back to me. I was just going to let him go for 150 for the pair. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, but she never got back to me. So okay. We can put him on Craigslist. I also want to go ahead and see if I can trade Chico for another Nigerian dwarf buck so I can get some more genetic diversity in my right uh, in my herd because okay so did we, we even have, talk about chico Has, did that happen after our last podcast the return no we did have a, a return of chico podcast. yeah we had a return okay. of chico because he's been back for a while yeah yeah um so chico is our registered with the american goat society nigerian dwarf buck he is a stinky mess but last year he managed to throw like i don't know like nine girls out of 12 like amazing statistics for a dairy goat so for a male to do that it's amazing and he's a horny dude so he's a fantastic breeder but i have five females and i can't breed him with one at all and the other one we can't do anything with but regardless of that i want to have some more genetic diversity so i'm thinking of seeing if i can find somebody to trade him with just a one-for-one one trade. Right. Another ni- registered Nigerian dwarf buckling. I did find... I, I saw one for sale uh, on Craigslist the other day, but... Well, because everyone's selling them because right. everyone wants them. <laughs> exactly. For sale. They have to have... So the problem with males and females is really interesting because they have completely different urinary tract systems. And the men have very, very tiny urethras. And they, as a result, they have a problem with their diets. And so if they have a diet that's too rich in grain and certain nutrients, then calcifications can build up in their urinary tract and they're unable to pee and they can build up. And, ex- and literally, they can have like explosive sort of days or explode. Poor Chico has already had to have a... Um, uh, and a little bit of an operation. Yeah, what do they call that? To remove a little bit of a tipectomy, I guess, you know. Um, No, well, what? no, there's the thing. What do they do with little baby boys when when they're born? He had to get circumcised because he had a buildup of the calcification in his urethra, and he he passed it, but it was still there. So, yeah, so as a result, he can't have any grain. Um, We have to make sure that he can't have any alfalfa either, so... This time of year, we got to make sure that we're scrounging for his food source. 
and he has to keep separate from the girls because we can't get anybody accidentally pregnant because one girl can't breed anymore because she gives brain damaged babies right. with but they also can't mastitis, have the same diet, so. and they can't have the same diet. So yeah, it's just problematic yeah. <laughs> on a lot of different levels. So I can see why people want to sell their boys, but at the same time, <laughs> you still need them on a dairy farm, right? So exactly, I want to just trade someone. You can do that. I think. Yeah, I think. I think it's you know. If you offer the argument, I think everyone could be like, oh, yeah, I get it. Okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So we didn't talk much about uh, SHOT Show or what's going on in Virginia with the uh, the gun stuff. but Well, you we can... started off talking about the Virginia gun stuff. and Yeah, for like a minute and a half. Well, but... that's because they're supposed to watch your show <laughs> and look at your webpage for that stuff. Yes, which is what I was just about to say. You okay. can go to barryandarms.com if you want to know more about either of those subjects. Just saying. Yes. You already have a platform. You're right. It's just, this is supposed to be something different, I thought. It, not that I want my own, believe me. That's I'm fine. Just we're just, I was under the impression you were the one who brought it up when we were pre-gaming and talking about what the subjects were, I figured. Well, we already, so we started with that, so I figured you were already <laughs> done with it. I, you, you're the one who didn't go into detail. I figured you were Sometimes finished you know, talking about it. when you're it. like doing an introduction and you're kind of like laying out where the show's going to go, well, and then that's Now, we already talked about it, so it was done. Doing so the never show. Mind. Exactly right. But you can go to barryarms.com <laughs> if you want to know more. Uh, and, and there's a lot more to know, by the way, about what's going on in Virginia. Uh, in the meantime, you can. we would love to hear from you. Uh, the email address is 40acrefool at gmail.com. Tell us, are you any further along in your garden plans than we are right now? Have you actually ordered your seeds? Do sure. you have your, your, your garden ready to go? Some of you may already even be like getting ready to start planting. There are people propagating. I know. That's so, okay, though. I'm not jealous. We would love to hear your uh, home improvement horror stories as well. If you yeah. <laughs> want to make us feel any better about uh, having to go through what we're going through at the moment, we would love to commiserate with you. And you can also follow Missy on Instagram at Corny Goat Farm. You can follow me on Twitter at Cam Edwards. You can follow me on Instagram as well. And uh, yes, Corny Goat Farm on Facebook. Oh, but one thing I was talking about. Yes. One thing. One more thing, though, about the whole uh, house horror stories. Mm -hmm. Apparently, when you start messing with old houses, Mm -hmm. we might start seeing ghosts. Oh yeah. Yeah, they don't apparently like it when you start messing with their stuff, and they might start showing up. That's why last night I stood out in the I stood in the kitchen when it was completely empty, Uh and actually said, "Okay, guys, just in case you're a little upset, (laughs) I want you to know." That we're having to fix the house because the subfloor we know is kind of broken and it's probably a lot more broken than we're thinking. So there's going to be some disturbance in the house, but we're just making it all better. So it's going to be a good thing. So, you know, just sit back and relax because it's all fine. So we might not have ghosts because I gave them the little pep talk. But yeah. okay. if we do, that's what happens. They come when the the that, the building is disturbed yeah. or the grounds are disturbed. Remember when we mm-hmm. uh, when the power kid, lines are being dug? Yeah, mm-hmm. Kid Five saw Mr. and Mrs. Word. Well, we'll uh, we'll let you know if there are any spectral appearances. I would uh, hope, man, I've been hoping to see a ghost <laughs> the entire time we've been living here. Uh, and I promise it won't be uh, six weeks before we are back. We will uh, do this once again. I, I don't have any extended travel coming up, and uh, Missy's going to be feeling good for the next few weeks. And we don't have to do this anywhere near the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we can pretend that, that it's all okay. And yeah. 
we're not eating sandwiches again. Right. Well, listen, thank you again for uh, being a part of this program. And we uh, do hope that you had a happy holidays and a, a great start to your new year. Until we talk again, be safe, have fun, live a little, learn a lot. And make stuff. And we'll see you here soon with another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool from Blaze Podcast Network. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. 